All right. I am prepared. So I, I'm not ready for the AI episode okay, yet. Okay, that's all right. Um, I have watched the first 15 minutes of the first episode of Mrs. Davies. Okay. It was a wait, and then probably yes. tell you watch more. <laughs> uh, so obviously we have Dune and Heart of the Matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we should also do the Mario movie. Yeah, okay. That could be our <laughs> main feed episode. We, yeah, that's where we should start. Okay, I like that idea. And and I have a couple of other quick recommendation things. Okay, that's we can put in front of it if we if we have time and want to do a fat. sports episode. Yeah. Oh, I kind of want to do skinny fat, but we I... could do skinny fat. Okay, well, uh, Aaron Rodgers was traded just like an hour ago. No, I didn't know that to so the we, Jets. Yeah, I, I heard that that might happen, but I didn't yeah, know. so we. We could do an episode on that if we want. There's all sorts of possibilities, but I'd say Mario, let's, let's kick Dune, it off with and Mario. Heart of the Matter are the three we definitely all should right, do. I love that idea. All right, here we go. So this is episode 1091, and do we just want to do movie review, or do you want to do something fancy with Mario? Uh, we should do the movie review, but let me say it. Okay. Did you do the episode number, and then I'll say the title. Episode 1091. It's a Mario Bros. movie <laughs> review. <laughs> Welcome to the Sci-Fi Christian, bringing you theology at warp speed. I'm Matt Anderson. I'm Bendy Bono, and I, that's what I like about our podcast. From from the the heavy conclusion of the Holiness trilogy yes. to to the Mario Brothers. Wow! And what are the chances we happen to go to this movie with our children on the same exact day, one week ago? Yeah, very. It was a snowy Sunday. Yes. In April here in Minnesota, yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we both we both took our kids. Now, I want to talk about Mario, but I did want to add, at the front of the episode. I have an anti recommendation, so something I do not okay. recommend, and then I have a very strong recommendation. Okay, I'd, I'd like to make so, so right if, now. Yeah, why okay. not? Okay. Why not? Right here at I the beginning. Say, I'll do some recommendations too. Then okay, yeah, right. I figured you know Mario and because. I mean, this movie's garbage. Spoilers. <laughs> so, so, which I think I, we have different opinions on it. No, no, but, I, I don't know if we will, but let's just let's. Okay, we'll, we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. So, um, do you want to start with a recommendation, or you want me to dive in? Since you have two, I want to do your recommendation. I'll do my recommendation, then you do your anti-recommendation. Okay, so my recommendation, uh, and I, I finished it this last weekend. It's it's new series. On Netflix, but it's a miniseries, so it's over. Beef. Have okay. you seen this? I've, I'm familiar with it. It's on my radar. I don't know that I would have rushed to see it, but since you're recommending it. Phenomenal. Okay. So the the premise of Beef, it stars Ali Wong and Stephen Young. Stephen Young, people know from uh, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Uh, so he's a down-on-your-luck contractor, you know, broke. She's a small business owner about to close a multi-million dollar deal. Uh, to sell her business and they get into a road rage incident in the home depot parking lot which you know i i could relate to because i'm loose with my finger and horn at different times and so it, then it escalates from there and but i heard it's a comedy it, it's it's so well done because it it at times is very funny very very funny at times it's thrilling because it's got you know Holy crap! Are, what are they gonna do? You know, mm. where's this going? It can be tense in places, and then it's also very profoundly moving at times. Um, it just 
blew me away. Like, like I, it's it's produced by A twenty four. Oh, okay. is is great studio. They've done so many great movies. They're probably most famous for their horror movies, but they're not just a mm-hmm. a horror movie studio. But like The Witch and and Hereditary and uh, uh, Midsummer and all of those movies that I love and. Um, Killing of a Sacred Deer is another one I've recommended a lot, and just tons of great movies. They're they're kind of filled the niche between the really small independent movies and the big budget studios. A twenty four. I wouldn't say they can do no wrong. They certainly can, but uh, their stuff is amazing. Uh, I I I almost don't want to get into, yeah. and I won't, be, not because it's like big spoilers. But just because I think there's something really profound about watching this series unfold as it goes, um, I will say without saying anything about it, the ending is incredible. The The last episode, all of the last episode is really, really, really good. Uh, one of the things that, that just amazed me too watching this series, and keep in mind this is not a christian series by any point any any means but there's a scene fairly early on where stephen young's character um he's loosely associated with this church and you know he's he's at one of his lowest points in the series and there's this incredible scene where he goes into the worship service and just breaks down and for like every time Christians are shown in movies, they're either stupid or hypocrites or just flat out evil. And this was like none of that. And it's it was and it's it works. It's not preachy. It's nothing like that. But it's it's so powerful and it's so good. And then so the mo- the show goes from scenes like that where you're just blown away and deeply moved to being very funny. Uh, and and another thing I loved about it is that all the episodes are 30 minutes. Yes. So, because here's one of the things that's bugging me. This isn't my anti-recommendation, but I kind of hate Ted Lasso right now. And part of why I hate it is that there's no reason why Ted Lasso episodes should be an hour long. And like this show shows it, it is economical with its time. It's very well edited, incredibly well acted, by, especially by the two leads, but the whole supporting cast. I, I can't recommend Beef highly enough. I gave it five stars on Letterboxd. I, right. I absolutely loved it. I will watch it. I Like I said, I was planning to get to it eventually because it's already been getting such good reviews. Yeah. But I'll bump it up on the list. I've also been watching a lot of good television lately. I am uh, enjoying For All Mankind. I'm in season three, and I believe season four is approaching. I don't know when it's happening. Uh, I've also been watching the last season of Better Call Saul. Okay. Had, so, didn't you watch it? I didn't watch oh, it last okay. year. No. Uh, I was going to purchase it on Amazon because mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to wait until Netflix. And then I waited a year and here we are. And finally, I, I don't know if I can do the full recommendation for this, but I will lead into something you're planning to watch. Mrs. Davis, Damon Lindelof's new show, just hit Peacock last Thursday. And... I'm watching the first episode, and I do think about what you might like, yeah. especially since it's Damon and I, will we talk about on the show and that kind of thing. And during the first episode, I was like, uh, I think Ben would hate this. And I'm 15 minutes in and, and strongly disliking yes. it. Then the second episode starts, and I'm like, wait a second. I Maybe Ben would like this. So I'll give it through two episodes. Yes, that's why. I, and then at the by the end of episode two, I was like, I might, I might not be able to watch this anymore because of some of the content. I'm not talking about 
sorry, let me I'll just be clear. There because uh there's some religious themes. Right, the in main the show. character's a nun, right? Yes. There Which is part of why I'm annoyed because like fifteen minutes into the first episode and all it's been is prologue, prologue, prologue. Yes. Uh obnoxious. Let, let, me, let me just say this. So I I I can't tell if this show is sacrilegious or not, and I want to talk to you about it. So that's why I've asked you, just watch the first two episodes. There's a, technically four available. So by next week, maybe in the extra feed or maybe here on the main feed, let's just at minimum talk about the first two episodes. I'm just interested in what you think of what's happening All right. in episode two. I, I, I can commit to that. I'll be through yeah. two ep- at least two episodes okay. by next week. So since then, I've watched all four episodes. I actually do kind of enjoy it, but I don't know if... I'm wondering if part of it is too bad for us to watch. <laughs> so you are. I feel like you're recruiting me to be your conscience. <laughs> no, I need your help to figure out. Right. Is this that's, too sacrilegious, or is it just I the said. right amount you're of sacrilegious? Recruiting me to be your conscience. <laughs> All right. I, I I'm happy to do that. All right. And what's your anti recommendation? My anti recommendation is a show called Jury Duty. Oh, this is another one that's on my radar. I strongly do not recommend it. All right. And I'll tell you why. Because it was, I saw the setup. So the setup, if you haven't seen, is that it's it's like a sitcom, but there's one guy who doesn't know that it's a sitcom. So yeah. there's one person, everybody's an actor in this show. Yes. They're at a trial except for this one guy. And I love this concept, in fact. Which is a very funny concept. Do you, did you ever, what was it called? Regular Joe. The Joe Schmo Joe show. Schmo. Yes, did you watch the Joe no, Schmo show? I've seen references to oh, it. No. I watched it when it was... L- actually on week to week yeah this is back when i was in college and i really liked that the, the concept of that is it's a game show or something like everybody lives in the same house everybody's an actor except for one guy and he does not know it's it's great right. okay so part of the problem with jury duty very funny setup but it has no focus because they're well it's simultaneously like he's the joke that he doesn't know that's the joke but then they're also trying to develop all these other side characters on it where it's just like a regular show. Okay. So it's a bit like if The Office had one person in The Office who was just a regular person. So then you're like, what is this? Yeah. It's trying to be a sitcom and it's also trying to be like a Nathan for you type thing. And it doesn't work. It okay. has no focus to it. So I've watched two or three episodes oh, wow. and I, I really disliked it. That's too bad that you don't like it because this is one that I, I've been close to clicking on just in the last week. Yeah, I, I can't recommend it. All right. Well, and speak- plus I didn't find it. I thought the humor was it's unfocused and just wasn't very funny. The premise is much, much funnier than the execution. There should be more shows where everyone is an actor except for one person. I like um, that concept. I'll check out the Joe Schmo show. Yeah, well, how can you even watch it? I mean, I can't promise that that's good. I liked right. it in college, and it's 20 years old at this I point. I understand. That's a heavy caveat. Okay. Uh, well, speaking of not focused, we opened this episode as a Mario review. It, it is a Mario and review. 13 minutes of not... No, it's not, it hasn't been 13 minutes, but maybe 10 minutes of not Mario. Well, that's okay. So should we talk about Mario? Yeah, we're going to spoil Mario, everybody. There's not a lot to spoil. So <laughs> I, I do want to separate two things, because you mentioned we both took our kids, and I know for you... And I read your review on Letterboxd, which I did enjoy your review on Letterboxd because it was a very pointed reference to me. Not, but you don't just like, you don't refer to me by name. No, I never do. Have you, you never, noticed yeah, that? Yeah, I have. I also, I, have. I do that on Goodreads too. I write, no, because you're. But I I think I and everyone else who listens to us can tell who you're talking about. It's fun. Inside joke for those I, that know. Yeah, I like it. No, I, because uh, you're one of the only people I know reads all of my Goodreads and Letterboxd reviews, or at least a lot. Yeah. And so 
Yes, I do often. I do write. try and read them all. But like, if let's just say there's some regular person reading it, they're like Ben. Who cares about Ben? Right. So I say a friend. Right. Which is you. I I am a friend. Uh, and so you you in your review, which was much more positive than mine, I gave it two stars. You gave it three and a half stars. You you mentioned two things you liked, and I want to separate them because the first one was you liked the experience of watching your kids enjoy the movie yeah and i also in- enjoyed that so let- let's talk about our experience with the kids first because okay. i think we can both be positive about that and then we can talk about the movie which i think is hot garbage yeah so i i also enjoyed bringing my kids to the movie uh in particular my five-year-old just turned five neil uh he was very so they're all love mario and yeah. everything we're a big mario family um like we play all the games and everything and neil hasn't played any mario but he's watched me play it he's watched his brothers play it all that so he loves mario loves 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 mario so on the way to the movie he asked me how long the movie was and i said it's not a long movie which it wasn't it's actually quite short what, it's 90 and minutes yeah. and, and barely that um but don't you appreciate that oh yeah no i did yeah. i did uh, especially when i realized it was going to be awful um and then we get into the movie and he is He's very excited for most of it. Very, very excited for most of it. But then I can tell, you know, by the end of it, he's ready to be be done. But I had a lot of fun watching him, mm-hmm. you know, be excited during that. So I genuinely enjoyed that. But then on the way home, he said to me, Dad, you're a liar. And I said, what do you mean? He said, that was a long movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. he, so I think he got bored. But I think that was probably more just because he doesn't, like at home, he, he gets up and wanders around. And, and I think Annie said this might have been his first time in the movie theater. Also, you know what else? Bluey is a very popular show. I'm guessing your kids probably watch Bluey sometimes. I, I don't think they do. Okay. They're very into Paw Patrol. Well, I'll just back up. Bluey is an example of, they're starting to release episodes on these streaming services that are like, seven minutes long right we're, we're just making things for kids shorter and shorter right so their attention span yeah, it's not good it's good yeah it's getting worse and worse so i like bluey but shows like that make kids feel like a 20 minute show or an hour and a half is forever right so i did enjoy watching my kids mm-hmm. enjoy the movie even though it may have eroded trust between myself and my son <laughs> as i've been branded a liar get this we don't play mario games we we actually don't play very many video games with the kids because uh, you, you don't have a video game I, system, No, I don't. Do and so the kids just went in. Like, my sister wanted to go to it. And so I think having it be kind of a big family adventure was my mom, my sister, my three oldest, and me. And, yeah, I think it was that was the intriguing aspect to them. I don't know that they really cared about the brand of Mario, although my son has Mario toys right. that he's been gifted. Uh, so I think he likes the character, but he doesn't know. They don't know anything about the mario mythology right uh, the so, mario mythos yeah but the kids liked it they and i, I had no bad reviews for my kids not too long for them just right uh you, you weren't you weren't called a liar on no, the no. so and uh abe wants to go again he wants me because my wife wasn't able to go with us that time so he wants us to go with her again so i could very well see this movie twice in theaters yeah but now let's talk about it as a movie right can i just can i start yes please i know you have a lot to say uh, negatively I'm watching this movie, and just I have a feeling that you're about to say the same thing I am, but you're going to say it as a positive, no, and I, I'm going to rip it for there's it. There's something you mentioned on the show a few years back. It's a South Park reference. I don't the watch, member berries. Yes, I don't watch South Park, yeah. but the member berries. When I'm watching this movie, I'm in the theater, and I'm 
thinking about the member berries because like there's a can i set up the yes. member berries so the member berries were born in the season that premiered after uh the force awakens came out and the member berries are just grapes who sit there and say things like remember chewbacca remember the millennium falcon and the joke is that that's all the the force awakens yeah. was was just a series of remember this remember this remember when you enjoyed that it's just things you recognize right so i want to be totally honest with you and the listeners that reference member berries came to mind while yeah. i'm watching mario because there would be different musical selections and i'd be like oh, i remember that little tune oh that's kind of fun or you'd ha- there's a scene where they kind of i don't know all the video game terminology but you know when he's just yeah the side scrolling side scroll there's a scene that just mimics the side scrolling mario uh well all the action scenes are actually directly from the game like they're just meant to be different the experience of playing the game like i mentioned my kids are into mario neil watches clips of the mario video games on youtube for fun oh that's cool no it's not because (laughs) it's like that's exactly what this was you know maybe i should just quickly say i played the three original mario games from the original nintendo right but my favorite mario game is super mario world from the super nintendo right and that's where i stop my mario knowledge i don't think i played a game past that i've at parties or at friends house i've played mario kart here and there but you know how some people are very into mario kart yes not my specialty i actually am very bad at driving games so the only only mainline because Mario's been in a gajillion games, so mm. I haven't played all those. But of like all the mainline Mario games, which would be the ones you mentioned, and then Mario sixty four, and all the way up to Mario Odyssey. The only one I've never finished is Mario Sunshine because it's garbage. But I I've played all the other ones multiple times. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. Mario, and part of why I love like just as video games. Part of what's great about the Mario games, especially the, the the later ones, I guess they're not that much later because I've been doing this concept since Mario 64, is that to beat Bowser is relatively easy. But then, like, starting in Mario 64, you had 120 power stars to collect, and they've had that conceit ever since then. To get all of them is very, very hard. So there's this mix of accessibility which the kids are good, so your kids can play it, enjoy it, and feel like they beat the game. Mm-hmm. And then to actually finish everything is extremely challenging. Yeah, I, I love Mario games. Yeah, but the, yeah, that part doesn't resonate with me. Mostly, what resonates with me is the music. <laughs> so I actually bought a Mario Brothers soundtrack once, like for some anniversary, and I enjoyed listening to just. I mean, the music brings me back. There's something else that kind of. Well, you know, early on in the show, and I can't remember if it was here or the Life Report, we did do an acapella yes, rendition we of did. the Mario theme. That was here on this show. Oh, one more thing. I, I'm just Brian, little, what, what episode was that? It was, it was season very, one. Very early. Uh, I'm a little bit older than you, so I don't know if this show was ever on your radar as a kid. The Super Mario Brothers Super yeah, Show. Yeah, starring Captain Lou Albano as, right. as <laughs> right. Mario. Well, I... Uh, I really enjoyed that. So did you watch that growing up? I've watched a, a few episodes. I did I did watch the original movie. So oh no, not that this is totally different. Lou Albano no, is I know, Mar- okay. I, know. I mean that's a totally so anyways, there's a like a Mario rap for the theme song. Mm-hmm. And that's in this movie. And so I get it. I'm just telling you I liked when they played things that I liked before, and I totally will own that. Uh, Story wise, I think we can all agree there's not much happening. <laughs> Which, like, but, so this is part of the problem. I want to close my closing. Yeah, okay. My closing thought your, your closing is closing argument. No, not an argument. I think we agree. I just can't help that I also kind of liked it. The, the my closing argument is it seems like, and you're going to just hate this, 
they're just trying to set up a Nintendo Cinematic Universe. Yeah, the MCU was born. MCU, yeah. The the Mario Cinematic oh, I Universe. I like, no, Nintendo. Well, I know it will be Nintendo, but it, because it, Donkey Kong for sure, they have some sort of plans yes. for that character, and who knows what else. Yes. I mean, definitely a sequel. This movie is making a lot of money. Oh, it's, it's going to top a billion yeah. dollars worldwide. It hasn't even opened in Japan. So I did kind of like it. Although I, if you come out, if you spend the next 10 minutes talking about what's wrong with it, I'll probably agree with you. But I did kind of like it. Well, I'll consider that a win. That, that you'll at least acknowledge yeah. you shouldn't like this movie. <laughs> it's an objectively awful movie. Let, let's hear it. And uh, so it, it, it really kind of picks up for what you're saying. I didn't think of the member berries, but what I did think of was Ready Player One. Mm. This movie is Ready Player One, but if instead of the 80s, it was just referencing Mario. Yeah. Cause, and, and I doubt you picked up on most of it no. because you haven't played I didn't. a lot of the games. But like, do you remember... like? Literally everything in this movie is a reference. Yes, I... designed to make you say, "Oh, I remember when I played that in the game." For example, obviously the Mario Kart scenes, mm-hmm. which even though you haven't played a yeah, lot of Mario I Kart, that. I'm sure you picked up on that. There's the moment where Donkey Kong and Mario kind of burst off the one part of his cart and they're on a barrel. There okay. are scenes in in the modern Donkey Kong games where you're on a barrel flying, and it's exactly that. Okay. It's exactly that. So everything in this this movie is just a reference to Mario games. Very quick question. Is it true that the character Mario first appeared in a Donkey Kong game? Yes. Okay. So I, I yes. felt like you might think this is dumb, but I kind of like that Donkey Kong was a part of the movie because of that's where the character originated. Although he wasn't called Mario at that time, was he? I can't remember. I don't think he had a name at okay. that point. But yeah, yeah, Mario was, he's the hero of Donkey Kong. You okay. play as Mario and then Donkey Kong's at the top of, of the thing. Like there's so, I hated this movie. <laughs> I hated this movie not because I expect Mario Brothers to be a cinematic masterpiece. Though I will say it annoys me because I've had this argument with a few people in real life, which is, I took my kids to the Mario movie. Oh, me too. It was great. No, it was garbage. Well, it's a kids movie. Well, a hasn't thirty years of Pixar taught us that kids movie doesn't have to mean just garbage. And B, the second an adult tells me they love this movie, we're no longer talking about it as a kids movie. Like I mentioned my kids are into Paw Patrol. I'm not gonna sit here and, and critically rip apart Paw Patrol, but if you come to me and say, I think Paw Patrol is is a genuinely great series, full stop, no qualifier, I'm going to tell you you're wrong. All right. right, you know the the character development's just lacking. You know, it's the, every episode's the uh, same plot. Yeah. Horrible. But here's the thing with Mario: very thin plots in the games, obviously. But the the world's insane. You have an Italian plumber who takes mushrooms to to double in size, and you have these giant turtle things. Like, there's so many things where if you just look at the mythos of Mario, all the elements that are there, you can just go bonkers with it. And instead, they opted for the safest possible version of this and then tried to just have references, references, references to everything. It's just a series of strung together member berries. Mm -hmm. And it's not a good story. Like, there's nothing enjoyable about this. There's no character arcs. There's no genuine humor. There's there's nothing genuine for you to latch onto and say, that was clever. It's just safe. 
Everything about this is safe. It's tame. And all the pleasure in it is meant to be derived by you re remembering things that you enjoyed in the video game. But the problem with the member berries phenomenon, it's the same thing going back to Force Awakens, is that none of it's earned. Like it's it's hitching your wagon to other things that did this better mm -hmm. and saying, remember that? Like I haven't seen the Ready Player One movie. I've I've read the book, obviously, but I I know that in the movie there's a, a scene in The Shining. Yeah. Which I love The Shining. So then what the movie's trying to get my reaction, if I went to the movie, it's wanting me to say, You love the shining. Oh, look, we're doing The Shining. Yeah, but I love The Shining because of The Shining. You don't just get to hitch your horse to that wagon and be like, me too, me too. You know, and that's all this movie is, is is garbage. All the action scenes are just meant to be the equivalent of watching the games played on YouTube. It's not clever. It's not imaginative. It's just lazy. Now, there were two things that I enjoyed. <laughs> The great segue. <laughs> the first is this nihilistic Luma. So Lumas uh, are little star things. Yes, I don't know that character. That's because so they're they're Mario Galaxy. Okay, which Mario Galaxy is just amazing. Okay. But you have this nihilistic Luma just talking about you know the void of eternity closing around us, which was very dark for a kids movie. Mm -hmm. But I thought it was very funny. And then the second one was when they 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 had the courage to have Bowser do nine eleven. I don't. So when Bowser shows up in Brooklyn, I don't think I don't know if they meant it to, to be a 9/11 reference, but he he lands with and they're like a giant smoke cloud, and the first thing that popped in my head was, "Holy crap, they're doing 9/11." Oh yeah, that didn't, that didn't cross my mind. Hey, I want to ask you a question. They referred to Bowser as a turtle. I always thought he was like a dragon. He's like a Koopa. <laughs> so, but this is what I mean. Like he's kind of a turtle and kind of a dragon. All of that, or like a dinosaur. Yeah. You know, but this movie, I'll give you an example outside of the references of, of how this movie's trying so hard to play it safe, but still cram in all of their references, is the basic plot of Mario, of course, is Mario has to save Princess Peach from Bowser. But we can't do that in 2023, because it's not PC enough to have Princess Peach be a damsel in distress. So, but then we still want to reference her being captured, but then she still has to save herself. So you wind up with this weird scenario where they're trying to cram in all of the references to Mario saving Princess Peach so that you can remember them and enjoy remembering them, but then without actually having her be in any danger so that they don't offend any sensibilities. It's so lazy. Everything about it is so lazy, you know, or, and then, then you have all of the eighties pop songs that get in there. Why are they there? So, because they know that adults watching this with their kids are going to say, I like that song. I thought it was because Mario came out in the eighties. It doesn't, it's, it's no, it's meant to just, just it was, what year was it released? It was released in 84. I think so. Yeah. I feel like that's why. Why does the Mario brother movie need pop songs at all? I know. It's just lazy. Speaking of songs, I love that. I think it's, is it the underground song? Do, 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 do. Yeah. Man, when they're playing down the piano, I mean, that's one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, just <laughs> for the music. Did you, I'm kind of being serious, right. but I also know that that's dumb. But do you know what I'm talking about? It's just, it's, it's fine to like be like, yeah, I do know what you're talking about, but it's probably like, oh, I recognize that music, but that doesn't make a good <laughs> no, movie. I agree. What did you think of the fact that 
Bowser's love song is has cracked the like Billboard 100 top songs this last week. I mean, it just shows you how, how easily entertained the masses are. You know, Karl Marx said religion is the opiate of the masses. No, Karl, it's pop culture references. Just, hmm. oh, look at how fun this is. It's so fun. It was so much fun. I love Mario. Oh, I saw so many things I recognized. Wasn't that great? So did, just, to, just to be clear, you hated the Bowser song? It seems like... I didn't hate it. Like, it was fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't get... I don't get any of it. Some of the early reviews before people... Because so now it seems like people are positive towards the movie, but some of the early reviews were negative. Yeah. And I saw somebody say... The moment Bowser started singing is when I realized this was not going to be the movie for me. But since then, all of a sudden people like the song. So I feel like their reviewers follow the tide wherever yes. it's going. The early reviews, not me. The early reviews were all negative, and now people seem to like this movie a lot. Yeah, I and I went in with an open mind because I do love Mario, mm-hmm. and and I was sorely I don't say I was sorely disappointed because I wasn't expecting greatness, but. It was garbage. I will say for the voice acting, it was a lot of controversy about Chris Pratt. I thought Chris Pratt was fine. I thought uh, uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong was awful. Hmm. I thought he was awful. Awful because it was just Seth Rogen? Yes. Yeah. It felt like the wrong choice for that voice. Very wrong. Very wrong. Well, I'm going to hit the music, but any other references you found that were like I maybe you don't like I mean there was a gajillion references I didn't find any of them entertaining okay I found none entertaining no easter eggs that you want to mention no why would I want to indulge in in this this sick uh, obsessive tendency of our culture to it's like such garbage we just wallow in our own filth I was thinking that's what the Mario movie is. Uh, they basically set up that those pipes can get you to all these different parallel universes. And I think that that's how they could set up a Nintendo cinematic universe. So in that case, you may have other stories with Yoshi who's coming up, but you could also do Mega Man over there in a totally different thing or wasn't just name a different classic Nintendo game. You could uh, see Metroid being. Metroid. Yeah. Oh, you know, one other thing about the movie None of the plot, such as it is, actually matters. Like, the whole going and recruiting the Kongs doesn't right. matter. It makes no difference in the end. Mm-hmm. Only reason that's in there is so that you can have a Mario Kart scene. Yeah. That's it. I agree with that. What about the penguins? Are they characters? Oh, they are. Where are they from? I don't recognize well, they, they. I think they first appear in Mario 64. Okay. Jack Black? Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Like the voice acting was fine. Speaking of the voice acting, and we mentioned the 1992 Super Mario Brothers movie, which I assume you saw. Not for years, but yes. I, I have also have not seen it since theaters. Uh, you saw it in a theater. I, I didn't see it there, but I, I mean, I rented it at some point early on. Yeah. So a couple things about that movie. A, do you remember that it establishes what Mario's last name is? Yes, Mario Mario. <laughs> Mario Mario and Luigi Mario, which... For as dumb as that is, is more clever. That's a bigger risk and a cleverer attempt than anything in this movie. Second, have you uh, have you seen John Leguizamo, who played Luigi in that, his his weird crusade against this movie? No. About, against the animated film? Yes. No. So uh, John Leguizamo is uh, Latino, which is relevant here in just a second. So he has, he has a vendetta against this movie since it was announced uh, and because of the casting. 
And typically when that happens, it's because cultural appropriation and all of that. So you'd think he wants Italian actors playing Mario. No, he wants Latino actors playing Mario, which is a very weird hill to die on for this movie. So he recently came out and said that if they will cast Latino actors in the next movie, he would consider a cameo in the sequel, which feels like a very desperate attempt to revive his career. Maybe they'll do a crossover with the Mario Marios. Hey, I kind of thought that this in this movie, their last name was Mario. Also, I I don't know if it is or they not. They didn't make that clear. No, they 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 tiptoed away from that one. That would have been too big of a risk. You don't want to reference something that people don't like. We only like to reference things we like. I will, last thought. I think you know this about me, but I love like maybe my favorite Nintendo game, Doctor Mario. Yeah. How are they going to work that into the future movies? He's not a doctor. I mean, uh, parallel universe Mario. It could be. It could be. Do you know my top two Nintendo original Nintendo games? Uh, well, Doctor Mario, Doctor Mario, and Turtles in Time, Bubble Bobble. Oh, you ever played Bubble Bobble? No, but that's... I think that's on both times we did the top ten video game <laughs> episodes. I think that that was on your list. Well, that's all from here. I'm Matt Anderson. I'm Vandy Bono. Uh, we're the Sci-Fi Christian signing off. And goodbye. Don't see Mario, please. <laughs>